We are holding on the bottom of Chavzayin <coughs> Amid Three lines from the bottom. Three lines from the bottom that after we spent the first, uh, we'll call it uh, about two blot, discussing dis- where are the Gemaras? That's a very good question. After we dis- finished discussing the Shemira of the Kayhanim in the Harabais all night, now says the Gemara, how do we ensure that the Kayhanim are doing their job? We spoke about all the different Shemrim, all the different watch posts. Now we want to make sure that the Kayhanim that are at their post, the three Kayhanim posts, the 21 Levian posts, now we want to make sure that they're doing their job. And most notably, what are they not doing? They're not sleeping on the job. So Tanan Hasam, <clears throat> we learned in a Mishnah. It's a Mishnah in Midois. Ish Harabayis. There was a person that was appointed and all the needs of the Harabayis. He would go around checking every night. I'll call Mishmaru Mishmar on each and every one of the Mishmarim. He would go around walking post to post. And what would we be walking post to post, checking for with? Vavukais shall ish, tolkais the fun of, and he's holding torches of fire, cause it's the middle of the night. So he's walking around, torches of fire. And what would happen? So as he would approach, <clears throat> he sees a base of Tinas in front of him, and he knows that there's a Kayin standing there watching. So what should happen as he approaches such an area? should happen is the Kayin should see him coming, stand up, and greet him. V'chol mishmar. And therefore, any mishmar, she'enoi oimid milifanov, any mishmar that did not get up in front of him, v'oimer lo'i, and say to him, ish har habayis shalom alecha. We just moved on to Chavches, Amar Aleph. You need a Gemara. There's a Gemara right over here. Ish har habayis Shalom Alecha. Any group that did not get up and say basically, hey, how you doing? Shalom Alecha, peace should be to you. Top of Chavchesem and Aleph. Nikar, that showed that what was going on, Shu Yashin, that clearly the guard was sleeping. Because if he was awake, he would get up. So what would he do? So again, we're checking to make sure all the Kayanim are doing their job. And we find that a kayin is sleeping on the job. So what do you do when someone sleeps on the job? Chayvtai. You smack him with a stick. They would hit him. And not only would they hit him, things got a little bit crazy. And this ish harabayis, this man in charge of the harabayis, had permission to do what? Lisraif esk susai. To burn his clothing. Sees the guy on the floor sleeping, takes the torch, lights his clothing on fire. Ah, so the pashtus is, what's going on over here is, is he would light the outer, uh, outer coat on fire, or he would pick up part of his garment and light on fire. Certainly, we're not trying to, uh, you know, incinerate any people, but rather, clearly, just to wake him up. And what would happen? When all the other people see that, hey, look down over there. This guy's getting beaten up. 
Look down over there, this guy's clothing is on fire. The Haim and all the other Shaimrim, Oimrim would say, Ma Kol Bazara. What's going on? What's that sound that we hear? What's happening? And they would explain, it's called Ben Levi, it's the voice of a Ben Levi, a Kain or a Levi, Loike, that was hit, Ubegadav Nisrafim, and his clothing burnt up. Why? Because he, he was sleeping on the job. So basically, this is the classical, uh, you know, you punish one person and it serves as a sign for everyone else. If Ruvain, who's watching, gets punished, what happens when Shimon sees that? He wakes up pretty fast. Shimon is not going to be falling asleep. If he knows, one second, Ruvain just got beat up. Ruvain just got his clothing burnt. And therefore, it will serve as a clear warning to all the other Kayanim to get up and not sleep on the job. Continues the Gemara. One time, Matsu as Imi. One time, my brother from my mother was a Shaymer. He was a watchman. He was Yashain. So says the Gemara, don't just think this is what might happen. Says of Elizabeth Yaakov, my own Achimi, my own brother of my mother, you know what happened? Was sleeping, and you know what they did? They sarfai asks you say, and they indeed burnt his clothing. Amar Rav Barabo says Rav Barabo about seven lines down, Chav Chesamet Aleph, Kimatu Rav Yechlan behind Masnita. When Rav Yechlan reached this Mishnah, Omar Hachi, he would say as follows, Ashrayam, praiseworthy Lerishayim, to the earlier generations. Why? Sha'afilu al-Oynes Shayna, even on a mistake. You think the guy wanted to fall asleep? Just think about it. He's a Kayin, he's a Levi, he's watching the base of Migdash. You think he wanted to fall asleep? He did it. It was an Oynes. He was tired. He was fell asleep. And yet, Oysa did. They took matters in their own hands and they punished the person to ensure that no one would do such. Certainly, if someone would do something not by mistake, but rather on purpose, how much more so would they punish him? So, bemoans the incredible lofty level that the earlier generations, the earlier generations were on. So, says the Gemara, Says the Gemara, basically, what, what, in what category would you put this Gemara that we just learned? Meaning, waking the guy up, hitting him, burning his clothing. What we call is, that's called teichacha. It's called rebuke. That's called making sure someone does the right thing. If I see you falling asleep, and I come over, and I tap you, and I tap you, and I push you, and I hit you, and then I don't think we've, we're going to get to the stage of burning your clothing. It means I'm trying to tell you and push you to do the right thing. So in that theme continues the Gemara Tanya. We learned in our so Rabbi Oimer teaches Rabbi. What is the correct path the man should choose? You know what the path is? You should love the Teichacha. When this Kayin had his clothing burnt, should he be upset? No, he should be happy. This guy woke me up. I was in the base of Amigdash and I was sleeping. 
He should be happy. He should love the Teichacha. Why? She calls man she Teichachas ba'elam. As long as there's rebuke in this world, as long as there's people telling us the right thing to do, nachas ruach ba'elam. Pleasantness comes to this world. Teivo bracha ba'elam. And goodness and blessing comes to this world. And ram is talekes min ha'elam. And bad and evil is removed from this world, which we all can understand. When there's a good Rebbe, when there's the good Rav, when there's the good teacher, when there's the person telling you what to do, pushing you what to do, what happens? That people do the right thing. So what happens is, you have all good things. Shenemar, as the Pasuk in Mishlei, Shleim HaMelech, the wisest of all men, as teaches us, Yinam Yinam, that what happens, what happens is, <clears throat> when there is teichacha, you have birkas toiv, you have the blessing of goodness, you have goodness and you have blessing, and you have all good things in this world. And some say, what's the derech yeshara, what's the straight path you should choose? A difference, not necessarily just love teichacha. Yachazik, you should hold on to, the emuna yisera. You should have extra emuna. Now over here, emuna doesn't necessarily mean emuna and Hashem, belief in God. Here, what it means is emuna, as in trust. That when you're in business, that when you're dealing with people, you have to deal with the utmost trust, the utmost faith. Shenemar, as David Amelch has taught us, einei v'neemnei eretz l'sheves imadi. They have to go in the straight path. That's the right way to serve Hashem. So, either the Mishnah is teaching us to love Teichacha, or it's teaching us to make sure that we deal with an incredible level of emuna, trust and faithfulness in our business. Continues the Gemara. Amar of Shmuel Bar Nachmini. We're about, uh, I don't know, let's call it 17 lines down. Chavchasam and Aleph. Almost smack in the middle of the Amid. Amar Rav Shmuel Bar Nachmeni, Amar Rav Yonisan, Kol HaMechiach Ez Chaveroi, L'Shem Shemayim. Very important. You hear these Gemaras, you get to beat someone up, you get to light his clothing on fire. This sounds like fun. This sounds incredible. No. L'Shem Shemayim. Why are you beating him up? You're beating him up because you don't want him to sleep in the base of Mikdash. Why are you pushing him? Because you want him to do his job. Then... An incredible schos. You have a schos. You merit to be in the portion of Hashem himself. As the Pasuk says, The one who rebukes, one who pushes his friend to do the right thing, Hashem drags after him. And he adds on, And not only that, not only do you get to be within the chilek of Hashem within the confines of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Ella, you know you get, that you have a, a, a thread of graciousness, of a kindness on you. What does that mean? That means is that Hashem gives you a special bracha that other people are going to like you, which you would think is interesting, right? You're the guy that you see someone doing something wrong. You say, hey, come on. You know, you should come on time. 
Hey, you know, don't talk that way. You say it nicely. It doesn't mean you got to beat someone up and punch him in the face. Techacha is supposed to be done the right way. You tell someone, you know, maybe you try to get up on time. You know, eh, you forgot to make a bracha. You say it in a nice way. It doesn't have to be uh, some evil uh, whatever. So what do you get? Number one, you're in the chilek of Hashem. Okay, beautiful. Hashem says you're within my confines. But number two, you get a special bracha, Hashem says. Because you would think, wait, if I'm the guy telling people to do this and do that, people aren't going to like me. Says the Gemara, no. You have a schos, she'emoyishchein alav, chut shel chesed, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu blesses you with a thread of kindness, she'emar, chein yimotzei, mimachalik lashayim. We are smack in the middle of the Gemara. We're at the two dots, and we're going to go a drop further. We're going to go a drop further. And the Gemara continues by quoting the Mishnah. And the Mishnah said, Matzai Noel, if the bathroom door is closed, what do you know? Someone's inside, number one. Number two, what did the Mishnah say? That whoever wants to get the schos of doing the Trumas Adeshen, what's the Trumas Adeshen? Declaring the ashes, the first avoid on the base of Migdash in the day. The Mishnah taught us, what should he do? Get up early, early go to the mikvah before the Memaina comes. Who's the Memaina? The Memaina is the one appointed on the lottery. And then what happens, the Mishnah said, the Memaina comes, he knocks on the door, he says, who wants to be involved? And then he does the lottery. So says the Gemara, we do one last, one last piece of Gemara. Two dots, everyone. Chav Ches Aleph. We're about ten lines from the wide lines. Ha Gufa Kasha. Says the Gemara, if you read the Mishnah carefully, it itself is a question. It itself is contradictory. Why? Amrit. First, the Mishnah says, Mishu writes a literary message, whoever wants to have the Chumas Adeshen, whoever wants to get this chos of cleaning out the Mizbeach, what should he do? Said the Mishnah, Mashkim, get up early, and go to the mikvah, Ad before the Mimayna comes. So what does that sound like? It sounds like whoever wants, get up, jump into the mik, and you get this chos of doing the Chumas Adashin. Almas, what do we see? Is there any lottery for this? No. You get up, you go to the mikvah, and you're the one that gets this chos of the Chumas Adashin. But then, but then the Mishnah says, The Mishnah then says, wait. The Mimayna comes, says, wait, who, who here woke up early? Come and let's do a lottery. So what's going on, asks the Gemara. Is the Chumas Adashen, the cleaning out of the ashes on the Mizbeach, is it done via lottery or is it not done via lottery? So answers the Gemara, Omar Abaye Loy Kasho. Kan Koidem Takana, Kan Laachar Takana. Two different stages in history. Originally, there was no lottery. Whoever wanted to do the Chumas Adashen, he came. Mad Rosh up the Mizbeach. Whoever gets there, gets there. But then, as we'll see in a moment, it got a little bit wild. The people got a little bit pushy, and what happened? And because of that, what happened was they had to stop it. Let's learn this Mishnah before we call it a day. 
We learned in a Mishnah, Bari Shain in the beginning, call me writes a literature, whoever wanted to do the truma, whoever wanted to do the removal of the ashes, toy rain, he's allowed to do it. Anyone who wants, just come and you do the truma sadashen. Ubizman, Shehei Mirubim. What happened? There were a lot of Kayanim that wanted it. An incredible schos. You got to remove the ashes. What happened? Writes in, they would run. Vailin Bakavesh. All the Kehanim Madesh. Up the Mizbeach. Who's going to get there first? To clean out the ashes. Whoever came first, Zacha, he won. But what happened? What happens if the two of them were equal? Then, then the Mamaina would say, It's Biu, let's do a lottery. And that's what they would do. And what, how would they perform the lottery? Every person put either one finger or two fingers. You can't take out your thumb by Mikdash. Cause it messed up the lottery. We're not going to talk about that right now. Maisa, but there was a story, and with this we conclude. Bishnayim shayyashavim. Two people are running up the ramp, and they were equal, neck and neck, a good race. Ratzin violin by kavesh as they ran up the ramp. So what happens? What happens when your two people are very close and you both want to get the last hot dog? What do you do? It happens. He pushed his friend. He pushed his friend. He wanted the incredible schos. And what happened? Nishbra Ragloi. His friend broke his leg. Bezdin. Bezdin saw this is getting out of hand. Too much. People are coming to pushing and injuries. Then, That the only way to do it would be with a lottery. Rav Amar, second answer. No, both of them, both the beginning of the Mishnah and afterwards, after the Tekana, you just have to read the Mishnah a little bit differently. You just have to read the Mishnah as all one story. Tomorrow we'll start by doing a quick Chazar, attend this Kumar as we read it fast, and then we'll pick it up with the Mishnah in Mirza Hashem.